Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, as predicted, Ivy wins. Also, not a good year for crazies. And after a hard-fought primary, what's next? The think there's going to be a lot of love. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, Charlie Walker, assistant editor at APR, and Josh Moon, columnist at APR and investigative reporter. Welcome all. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello, everybody. You know, Susan, uh, the polls could not have been further off. I mean, those polls, what were they done by the Oompa Loompa squad? Obviously. I mean, Kay Ivey uh, won without a runoff, 54.5%. Mm -hmm. We heard reports and polls leading up to the, the primary that said, oh no, she's in trouble, there's gonna be a runoff, blah, 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 blah. She moited them. She did, she martyred them, she, I mean, 54%, I mean, that's strong. And you, you had Lindy Blanchard at 19 and Tim James at 16.2. I mean, that's that's a profound win. And those last polls we were hearing about that she was in the 40s were absolutely wrong. You know, they spent, Josh, nearly $20 million. Kay Ivey won all 67 counties. 27 million, nobody broke 20% against her. And the, the thing is, they all they did not offer anything new. I mean, every one of them ran on critical race theory and transgender. I mean, some were more repulsive than others. But even Kay mm -hmm. Ivey, she ran on a record some, but she had to throw in all that red meat that we've come accustomed to in Republican primaries that really doesn't address any any of the needs of the people of Alabama. No, it was a, it was a complete culture war uh, campaign uh, for our... Uh, uh, our governor's uh, office, and which is disappointing uh, because you know it doesn't seem as though Kay Ivey is is that kind of a governor. Uh, you know she doesn't doesn't seem to get caught up in the culture wars very much. Uh, you know she stays to herself for the most part, and really that's kind of how she ran the last few weeks of the campaign. Which is you know I, I know what the polling uh, said on that, but I had always said uh, you know I thought that she would she would come in much higher uh, simply because I felt like. They weren't talking much. And whenever a campaign goes quiet like that, it's usually because they've seen some numbers that say we don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, and so that was kind of my thinking on, on that race. But, you know, it, it is a shame. I mean, you look, there's nobody in this state. I don't care what 
party or you're aligned with or who you vote for or anything else. There's no one in this state who can't list off five real problems that we have here. Right. Um, and mostly we agree on those problems and not any of those problems were addressed in this governor's race. Not a single one. And, and Susan, I think one of the big things is, is as the voters know Kay Ivey, they know her, they know what kind of governor she's going to be. All this other stuff, this distraction, culture wars, was really, that's driven by pollsters. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm quite certain that some of the things, go ahead, Charlie. Oh, no, I was just going to say how I was, I was just so relieved. Be, I mean, I, I was never really worried about Lindy, but for some reason, Tim was so crazy to me that I was, and Alabama likes crazy, we know they do. I was afraid that he may have like weaseled his way in, but I, he did not. Well, and, and that's something, Susan, I, that we talked about. It's mm -hmm. Tim James ran that yoga was straight from the pit of hell, that, the, you know, we the transgender children were a threat to the state, that basically we, we had lost our Christian moorings and everything was going to hell in the handbasket and we were going to lose uh, the civilization as we know it. I mean, it was really that kind of dire campaign. Mm -hmm. And he was the Not one to save us. Not none of which the governor has any power to do anything. Not really, no. not really. But Josh, I think I think the the I don't the, that extreme right did not sell. Mm. Uh, no, it didn't. It didn't really didn't sell in, in no. most of the races. If you look around the, the state, it didn't. No. Um, there were some, you know, listen, there were some extreme right people that had some real problems uh, in this, in, in the legislature uh, yeah. as well. I know we're going to talk about some later, but yeah. it's, um, you know, it is a, uh, it, it was kind of, kind of encouraging a little bit to see that uh, the, the crazy, like, uh, like Charlie said, just didn't, didn't sell very well to, to the Republican base voters uh, for the most part. And, uh, you know, that's, maybe we could, maybe somebody will take something from this. Maybe some of the pollsters and the people and the consultants and guys out there in D.C. will We'll look at this and say, hey, maybe we need to move this back to actually focusing on some issues. Uh, you know, I say that having known full well that the one guy that did focus on nothing but the issues didn't do anything. Oh, we get 5% Lou Burdett. Uh, you know, so maybe not completely issues based, but, you know, something along those lines. Just pull it back from crazy anyway and, and head more towards the center. Well, and I think the thing is, is that really when we look at most, I mean, you, you know, I don't know, Florida and Texas, they're kind of off on their own little la-la land right now, but most people want a governor that is a problem solver, mm -hmm. not a mm -hmm. rebel rouser. I mean, this is sort of a new thing that Trump taught them, you know, get 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 the base all riled up, get everybody all riled up, not, not, not nothing new. But generally speaking, Susan, don't you agree that people want problem solver governors? I, do, and I think, you know, people get a little tired from all the being riled up all the time thing, I'm, at least I hope so. Uh, and people really want, we want a leader. We want somebody that's going to make good policy decisions and to, somebody to guide the legislature in the way that Alabama citizens want to see their state move, not somebody that's just going to get into office and, and, and spew hatred all the time. I truly believe if Tim had been elected, he would have been our own little mini Trump and our headlines would have turned into about his tweets and things of that nature. So I'm once again, just glad Ivy Ivy pulled it out. Uh, and, and I think the people of Alabama uh, are, are, you know, we, we've got some extremes, but I think basically the people of Alabama are center right. We see that, but they're not they're not to these extremes. But politicians and and political consultants, they want to gin up the base and make sure. But Josh, only 23 percent of the available uh, voters showed up at the polls. 
for a big election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a problem that uh, that some people need to discuss a little more, I think, uh, about what, what we're doing uh, that discourages so many people in this state uh, from coming out and casting a vote for, for somebody. I mean, is it strictly the gerrymandering issue like a lot of people claim? Is it, you know, that they're just, you know, they, they can't relate to the candidates? Is it, are they turned off by the negative advertising? I, you know, what 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 is it? Uh, and I'm not necessarily offering those things as, as as answers to this. I'm just asking the questions I think that some people need to ask about what what is it that we're doing that's keeping people away from the polls? Because, I mean, honestly, that's kind of disgraceful. Uh, it really is disgraceful. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Susan, somebody was complaining about the Democrats voted for Republicans. I mean, I always look at that like Ronald Reagan, where he yeah. said they didn't buy into my, I didn't buy into their agenda, they bought into mine. I'm, not, I'm really not surprised that a lot of Democrats got involved. Um, be simply because they realized that this is a Republican state. And if you want to have a say yep. in the way your state's going, you're going to have to do that. Yep. Yep. All right. So we're going to have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Take them where you can get them. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Uh, interesting, once again, the polls were dead wrong. I don't know if these polling companies are being paid to lie, uh, but uh, Susan, they, they had Katie Brett and, and, and Mo Brooks within two points. She beat him like a rented mule by 15 points. Uh, she also won 62 out of the 67 counties mm -hmm. and barely lost, barely lost Limestone and, and Madison County. Katie, Katie has won the day, and now we go to a runoff. We do go to a runoff, and it's, what you're saying is interesting because we were listening to it on a national station as we were, you know, coming down to Montgomery this week where Mo Brooks had made this great, you know, comeback. And, and so even the, the national... Uh, new sites bought into this. But, you know, if you watch the, like the McLaughlin poll and those, it, it's very steady that Katie was going to get this majority. And, but we did think she was going to get in a runoff. It was just a question of who with. Yeah. And it was, it was a bigger majority, Josh. And actually we, we, any of us had anticipated. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, yeah, I think it was a little, a little bigger, and I, you know, I was really kind of hoping, um, honestly, I'm not I'm a big Katie Britt fan or anything, but I was kind of hoping that she would get the fifty and we could just stop this nonsense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get another uh, four weeks or however long it is of of these ads back and forth, because you know now it's Mo Brooks in this thing, so you know the ads have got to be just insane. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it's. Um, 
you know, I didn't understand that either. I didn't understand Brooks uh, taking the stage and calling himself Lazarus uh, that has risen from the dead when he got beat by 100,000 votes in a 600,000 vote race. I mean, you know, it's just like, it's, it's silly. You know, yeah, I, I mean, really, what are you talking about? I genuinely believe he has lost it at this point. He, wasn't it that he said, uh, and if we have those kinds of debates, she better bring whatever she wants to wear to be ready to duke it out because it's going to be a fight. It's going to be no holds barred. It'll be Muhammad Ali. Uh, what? what the it's, hell? Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, you know. Like, uh, is he straight uh, up saying he's going to beat the crap out of Katie Britt? Are we just going to let this, like, slide by and not say anything about the toxicity? Because it's really bad, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mike, and I don't mean us. I'm talking about anyone who heard that. I mean, well, Mike, I mean, the problem is, is that's like the hundredth craziest thing that Mo Brooks has said, you know? So, I mean, it's geez. just it's way down the list. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't like, discount that it at all. It's that's, crazy, like, that's borderline threat. God. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this cut break. Let's take this back to Durant, who came in third, and he he called Katie Britt corrupt. He said that because she ran negative campaigns that actually told the truth about him. That you know he she was corrupt. She shouldn't be in Washington. She should, and that he is going to join with Mo Brooks to beat Katie Britt. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody ever read the books, uh, like the girl with the dragon tattoo. They were mm -hmm. originally titled "Men Who Hate Women." That's that's the thought I was going for. I think these, men, I think they genuinely just hate women. Durant, especially, just yeah. Saying. Well, blame the woman. That's what he's done before, isn't it? I no, mean, this J is, Josh. I mean, he, this is his he blamed his sister for his father raping her. I mean, you know. It, yeah, no, it's a, listen, it, it was a, um, you're, you're right. What you said, what you said just a second ago is a hundred percent right. That the only thing that anyone did in terms of negativity against Mike Durant is tell the truth yeah. about him, that we don't know much about him. We don't know where, how long he's lived here. We don't know, you know, he's certainly not from here and we don't know anything about him. And he had an opportunity, uh, to correct all of these things. You know, they asked for a debate. Mo Brooks and Katie Britt uh, wanted to debate, put him on a stage and everybody go at it. And and he could have answered a lot of these questions and he refused to do that over and over and over again. And I mean, I think that kind of, at a point when people kept pounding him about these things and then he refused to answer the questions about them, well, everybody was like, oh, well, see, he's probably, they're probably true. And I mean, I, honest to God, you, we know the stuff about uh, his sister is true. I, had, I sat down with her, had a nice long chat. Uh, and uh, between the two of them, I think we know which one came off as more credible. And the other thing is, Susan, I mean, he's, he's so thin-skinned. I mean, this guy has betrayed himself as a war hero, and I appreciate his service and so some big tough guy and these ads, you whoa, I'm tough. And he can't take a little hit in a contest from a woman. Right, and and then, you know, if he can't take a hit from a, a woman here, how is he gonna take one in Washington from, you know, like a Pelosi or something like he that? He wouldn't have been able to do the job. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's not forget is, too, let's, not, let's also not forget that, that he put out a lot of negative ads himself. Oh, uh, yes, you know? he did. Yeah. You know, there were yeah. a lot of negative ads against Katie Britt in this thing that, that they put out themselves. And so, I mean, I, what are you complaining about? Play the I, game, man. He straight up lied about Katie Britt supplying, voting to supply abortion pills yeah, to teenagers. Straight up yeah. lied. Let's not forget here. I want to make sure that Katie gets credit. She went out there. She did the old-fashioned political uh, politicking where she went out. She met people. She crisscrossed the state over and over and over, mm -hmm. making sure she met her voters, 
talk to them about their concerns and address them. She really did a good job and she got it by hard work. I mean, let's break it down here. If Mo Brooks wins, Mo Brooks will vote against uh, helping Huntsville. Mm -hmm. He will uh, vote against helping Mobile. He will vote against anything that brings federal dollars to Alabama. Including veterans. If Katie Britt, yeah, he voted against veterans recently. Yeah. If Katie Britt wins, she's going to do those things that will bring prosperity mm -hmm. to Alabama. Exactly. She's she going to be an Alabama, you know, a senator hey, from Alabama. You, you know, one thing I, I wanted to say, uh, and, and it's, it struck me along the way here, uh, yeah, the one person I wanted to, to you know, to, to kind of recognize was was Wesley, uh, Katie Britt's yeah. husband, mm -hmm. Wesley. Yeah. I covered, covered Wesley when he was playing for the University of Alabama, and, and he was, uh, you know, a really good teammate back then, and everybody liked him a whole lot. And, you know, you just noticed as she kind of crossed the state, or I did at least, and it struck uh -huh. me. Uh, you know, you had a female running for this higher office, and her husband was there at pretty much every stop along the way, yeah. you know, talking yeah. to people, going out and talking and supporting her along that. And it was a really interesting dynamic to see that I don't think you see a lot in American politics, at least in the South, a lot of a of a man supporting a woman in that way. And I, I think I thought it was a really neat thing to see. You know, that's I think because Wesley Britt is secure in who he is. It is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he's a good person, yeah. I thought yeah. you were about is. to say he's her security. I was about to be like, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well yeah, that, that too, yeah. 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 Nobody messes with, with Wesley. See how that works out. I don't know, Brooks <laughs> threatening uh, Katie. Uh, I don't think he wants uh, <laughs> Wesley Britt standing nearby. No. Because that boy could... Well, I won't say, but we yeah. all know what we, could happen. We can it wouldn't it. be good, but we're yeah. gonna have to leave it right there. <laughs> Not violence, just like if he blew at him. He <laughs> You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back with the weird and the wonderful. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. Nope, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them some broth without any bread and kiss them all soundly and put them to bed. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. to the V, the voice of Alabama politics. Take it, Charlie. Don't you do that. <laughs> Ignore him. <laughs> hey, you know, there's some other races that, that uh, and uh, 
that happened. Uh, one of the more interesting ones, West Allen, Representative West Allen, mm -hmm. running for Secretary of State. He's running against Jim Ziegler, the auditor of the state. Sorry, it makes me And, uh, you know, uh, this has gone to a runoff. Uh, Susan, I know you have some strong opinions about this, so take it away. Thank God. Thank God they're going to a runoff. Um, you know, I, I really was concerned that, that Jim Ziegler was going to win, you know, the majority here. And I'm, I'm glad he didn't. I, I really want people to see, you know, be able to compare the two of them now and see really where they're standing here. Well, the one thing for sure, uh, Josh, if Jim Ziegler becomes Secretary of State, QAnon, I mean, uh, uh, Fox News and well, those other store, those uh, those other channels will will hear from Jim on a regular basis because I I think he will attract that type of attention because uh, yeah. he's a big personality, big personality. Yeah, he he loves the camera, man. He loves the, yeah. and he doesn't he does not uh, shy away from that distinction. You know that uh, when you talk to him about loving the camera, he readily admits to that, and yeah. he does. And and so the, you don't you don't need that out of your Secretary of State. You know, I think everybody uh, around the state has had a problem here or there with John Merrill, uh, but at the end of the day, John Merrill has done the job. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and, and he takes the job seriously uh, and he puts up with, you know, he, he puts up with a lot of stuff from from his party because he withholds uh, he holds up the law in a lot of cases. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think if we, we would be lucky to have somebody at, in this point in time, uh, given the way our politics is in this state, uh, you know, I think we would be lucky to have somebody to just do the job like Merrill has done it. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true. You know, one of the uh, interesting things, and I, I, people talked about this, but hard to see, Jay Hovey over in uh, the Auburn, the District 27 over there, he's mm -hmm. councilman, uh, county commissioner, I guess, or well, is he council? No, he's council, city councilman, councilman in Auburn. Yeah, he's councilman. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like uh, city council. He, he is going to win against Tom Watley. And Tom was down, uh, Senator Tom Watley mm -hmm. down by four votes. There are 60 provisionals. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Hovey's very, very uh, popular in the Auburn area. Uh, he's been in business there for many, many years. And I'm, I'm really not surprised based on some of the things we heard coming out of even Democrats in that area going to cross over to Republican vote ballots mm -hmm. to be able to vote against Tom Watley. Well, Tom, Tom, Tom's always been there. That's what I was just about to say. It's so odd. It's just he's always been, for, for yeah. me being yeah. around, he's always been there. So him not being there just be. It's going to be kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, it, it will be. Well, it's going you know, to go to, what's that? Yeah, I was just going to say, the, uh, you know, the, the dynamic there is that, that Watley was getting the votes in the rural counties, uh, yeah. Yeah, in the rural areas of, of Lee County and around right. that district. And and Hubby was getting the city vote. And, um, and there was a question of whether or not uh, you know, that city vote could overcome those rural voters out there. And it looks like they were about even, uh, you know, but uh, Hubby's a, just a normal guy. You know, just uh, yeah. I think people just kind of like him because he, he went in and did a job on the city council that you're yeah. supposed to do on the city council. You know, he wasn't. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I tell you, one of the surprise upset, Doug Jones, uh, Representative Doug Jones had been, he's been in the House of Representatives since 2010. Mm -hmm. uh, he, uh, he has been a stalwart conservative. He became the rules chairman. It looked like this guy, Susan, was headed for a meteoric rise when he was running to replace Jimmy Holly, who was right. retired. But he got beat. Yes, Mike Jones got beat. He did. Um, there was concern over the last quadrennium about some of the things that he was putting out on the floor uh, as rules chair. And I think people, you know, just got tired of it. Plus, he's a bit, a bit bomb bombastic as well. 
Uh, Josh, you, you followed his career for a long, long time. I mean, what happened? He just... Well, he got, uh, it was really one county um, uh, in Coffee County is where he, he kind of got beat. Um, and, and that was, um, you know, it was, I think it was driven a lot by uh, the top of the ticket uh, there. Uh, and that really helped Carnley out uh, in that area. Uh, he turned out the vote there and uh, people, and again, county commissioner, people, people really liked the guy. Uh, you know, people, local guy, local people. He'd been around in local politics. You know, meeting people and getting out and uh, and seeing their business and all that. And uh, they really liked him. And so I think that was uh, that, that's what pushed him over the top. And these people a lot of times make mistake, and they do the same thing when they go to D.C. They make the mistake of losing touch mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the people in their district. Whereas a county commissioner, city councilman, got to do that everyday right. interaction. Right. And some yeah. of the times these guys get too big for the britches or get too busy with other stuff and don't remember that it's the people that put them in office. No, it is. And, and there is an ether over at the state house. We all, we all know it. We all see it. When they walk in there, they think they become gods. And then I think that sticks with them after a while. And they just think, you know, basically their, their, um, their supporters are their, uh, to serve them. serve them. Thank you. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. get it out. Uh, go ahead, Charlie. What oh, were you going to say? I mean, I kind of want to just, like, just overall, this, I, it, I was very surprised and I'm very pleased and I'm actually very proud of the voters of Alabama. Like, I, I have to admit, I went into this thinking the worst, you know, we'd get you know, just all the worst people, but we got, we got Ivy, we got Katie, and we have a runoff for Secretary of State. I'm just, I'm very, very appreciative. Uh, Josh, Tommy Haynes, who has never seen a crazy bill that he didn't want to support or a child that he didn't want to deny uh, benefits or any of that stuff, he, he got his hat handed to him. Thank God, no more useless bills from Tommy Haynes. Yeah, no, listen, I, I'll tell you this. This was um, this was the race here, the result, that, that really made me feel kind of like Charlie um, or Charles. Um, and, you know, I... I uh, it really the Kirkland that ran against him. Um, he he ran a race that was essentially listen. We're not getting done the things that we need to get done in this in this district here because we have somebody representing us who j continues to focus on the crazy instead of on the substance of things. And I'm going to go down there. I'm going to work with with Ivy. I'm going to work with the rest of the, the my fellow legislators, and I'm going to get some stuff done and bring it back to this district uh, here. And we're going to get our piece of the pie. And voters said, okay, let's do that. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, and, and I, that's what you want. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's why I keep talking about when, with people and saying, listen, stop, ignore this crazy and get people who work for you and get things done for your district and, and they'll help you every day. Uh, we only got about 18 seconds. Uh, Will Desmute, the uh, KKK loving, uh, who's accused of a mm -hmm. felony theft, uh, accusation of uh, been indicted, felony theft, got walloped. He's out. Susan, it was all in all good primary. It was all in all a good primary. And all I'm right. glad Will Dismix is gone. All right. We're going to leave it right there. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.